Well, hello everyone and welcome to Love in Your Life. This is Dola, your host. And you know, I'm always looking for information um, on selecting the right career and what the consequences are of not, you know, being in the right place. And, you know, knowing that there is at least 70% of us, and I think that's a relatively low figure in the United States, who are doing work that they don't like. It's a fairly serious topic um, in terms of the consequences. And when it got to those things, I I started to re- do a more research and I found that there are um, there is a program online for young people. I believe it's going uh, from your junior to senior year that will uh, you know, develop your um, your interest, or at least explore some of your interest in terms of your personality style, and allow you to work on that for a period of time. And it's a, it's a, it sounds like a pretty cool program. I I I I definitely would have my child do that um, if they were confused. And and speaking about that, I, I guess I looked at my own family, and there are five. You know, I have four siblings. There are five of us. And and to be very honest, I would I'm going to say this because I do believe it is that I believe only one of us of the five of us um, knew what they wanted to do early enough in life where they had a quote unquote passion that they identified inside of themselves and pursued it. And that person is still working and still happy and still, you know, loves loves what she does. And and I think that's so wonderful. And I'm not saying I'm I don't love what I do because I finally got to what to do what I love. But in the beginning, I had to take a lot of uh, missteps, and uh, including with my degrees. I mean, I didn't really I wasn't right really in the right place um, because I probably would have selected a whole nother set of um, paths for my degrees, my uh, my college degrees or higher education degrees so I mean looking at myself as as you know but my own my own family as an example I can say that there are a lot of us the majority of us the vast majority that are doing work that they don't really want to do that they're not in love with and I really don't think that that's right I think that that's uh, not correct so when I looked at the program that's out there um, and I can reference that program I can't remember exactly what it's called but oh I, I it's um positive personality profiles and what it does is it allows kids to get you know score on a on a personality assessment and then kind of takes them down that path to um what are the options based on that and based on you know conversations and and uh, interviews with them and so forth and so on sounds like a pretty comprehensive program like i said worthwhile if you're confused and so um this this uh they they identify if you were you know bear with me the fo- the four quadrants again within those four quadrants are many many different variations right in each of the quadrant of the four quadrants not all of us falls specifically into one quadrant right smack dab in the middle of the quadrant we're off to the left off to the right up you know on the extroversion or down on the int- introversion scale so we we have vi- many variations but 
but for the purposes of this, they identify four uh, styles, and those are called choleric. Uh, sanguine, melancholic, and phlegmatic. So, no, so let's correlate that with what we know on this show anyway when I talk about um, personality styles. So the choleric they're identifying as an extroverted, oriented toward tasks, born leaders, determined to accomplish the task, not afraid to speak their mind, remember they're extroverted, and enjoy new challenges. And in our program, we talk about this as the driver style, the person that rolls their sleeves up, gets things done, wants, uh, you know, the quick story, doesn't want the long story, right? They don't have time for that. They need to, you know, get, um, you know, tick things off the list, right? And get things done. So that's the driver. So that would be on the left-hand side above, uh, you know, in the four quadrant style would be the upper left. Then they talk about sanguine, and that's our expressive style, and that's an extroverted person, again, upper right, um, extroverted, oriented toward people instead of tasks. These are the life of the party. They love social interactions. They take a lot um, they talk a lot, sorry, and they are motivators. They're good at public speaking, good at teaching, good at sales. Um, we call these the expressives. These are our expressives, upper right quadrant. Okay, then we have the melancholic, what they're calling melancholic, and that is um, the lower left in our um, quadrant, and they identify that as an introverted oriented towards tasks. Again, they're on the left side, uh, lower left though. Um, These are perfectionistic people, very detail-oriented and organized. They strictly follow rules and are usually quiet and observant. And in our program they're called analytical they're the people that do well the number crunching and the analytical data they love data right Um, they may be accountants they may be lawyers you know they're people that like to work with information Um, and so they tend to be more quiet on the quiet side which you know again the introverted and then on the lower right hand side we they're calling it phlegmatic they're introverted oriented towards people they're usually quiet and shy and avoid conflict they're peacemakers submissive and follow directions and are sentimental and sweet and these are the people we call our creatives they're the people that are interested in the future they're more uh, you know, artistic or you know, creative—they're the writers of the world. They're—they're uh, they're called amiable in our program, if you recall our four quadrants. And so, I—I I kind of like looked at that and and said, okay, when you we talk about personality, what do we actually mean? Personality. What is personality? And so, if you look up that word, it's—it's it's the combination of characteristics or qualities that form. Uh, an individual distinctive character of the person and then subsequently it says qualities that make someone interesting or popular that's why there's you know people that are attracted to certain types right because you know I may find the introvert very interesting and very um, you know that makes them popular to me they may not be popular at large you know because the extroverted person is the one that's engaging all the time and much more apt to be called popular right so 
when we look at personality profiles and we say, okay, what, which one of these, if we, if we were to look at this and say, I want to know which one of these is more apt to select the right career path, what would you say about that? Would you say or would you kind of conclude or assume that the extroverted people were more apt to select the right career because they're out there, they're sort of engaged with people, they, they um, have access to what suits them because they're always talking and com- having conversations and more apt to even become aware of what's out there, what kinds of careers there may be or what kinds of careers may suit them. Or maybe they're so engaged with other people that they're going to sit with other people and take, um, you know, take a day or two to shadow so that they could determine their interests. You know, they're more apt to do that, right? Because they'll take the initiative, they'll, they'll not be afraid, um, you know, all, all that kind of stuff. Or Maybe you say, no, the introvert would be more likely to pick the right career because, you know, they have a limited number of things that they're interested in and they're doing research all the time because they're alone a lot. They're reading a lot. They're investigating. They're, you know, doing some uh, research more apt to sit, you know, quietly with themselves and do the research. Well, I don't know either if either of those assumptions would have any real you know, weight in terms of uh, which are more likely to, which styles are more likely to select the right career. I kind of think that we all could benefit from some exploration, those of us who are, you know, the four of my, uh, the four of us in my family versus the one of us who just knew. Now, why that happens, I'm not quite sure. There's a lot of, um, there's a lot of thought given to that in terms of why would would some of us be um, you know so aware of what we love to do? Maybe it's so serendipitous that we came across something early on in our lives that um, we were you know the bell clicked you know the bell rang for us in our in our mind and we said that's what I want to do. Or did we never come across it and therefore don't have any idea what we would love to do because we've never had that bell go off in our head you know I'm kind of thinking it's that serendipitous I I don't think I could give you a formula for one who would be more apt to know exactly what they want to do I think it's kind of like I don't know. I I don't know if it's just luck or if it's just exposure or it's happenstance, you know, that they do know what they want to do. But the point is, I'm wondering that, okay, if we can kind of conclude that certain personality types may be, uh, may have a greater possibility of getting in touch with what they really are suited to do in terms of a career, uh, you know, does that, does that sort of correlation, does it spill over into other things like health? and wellness. So for example, are certain personality types more apt, um, if they get a a serious diagnosis, say of a cancer, more apt to go into remission possibly, um, as opposed to other uh, personality types. And this is why I'm thinking this, is because certain personality types Maybe if if we say that there, there are personality types that are more likely to select the right career, can we not then sort of 
conclude that those people would be happier over time, right? More satisfied in their uh, in some in their life uh, in in general because you know our work life takes up a lot of our time. So if we are more happy in our work life, it is more likely that that happiness would spill over to our personal lives, or maybe that we would be more prone to um, you know going toward a happier personal life because we're so. Um, happy in our career lives and we we sort of understand what that feels like you know more likely so I'm just saying our if we get the diagnosis if if any of us does and we look at the people that bounce back from a serious diagnosis versus the people who don't versus the people who die you know is there any idea or given or any thought given to the fact that it is the people who stay positive who are positive who have selected the right career and the right person to you know to marry and to be with a uh, right partner right life partner um because they are happy to be here, happy with life, uh, have more of, of a predisposition toward the positive versus the negative, right? Do they have a greater propensity to bounce back from a health crisis? So I know this is a lot of correlations I'm asking of people, but I'm thinking how important it is to do work that we love to do, to find that rightful place in our lives that bring us to some satisfaction and happiness and sort of, you know, just joy on a daily basis. Because I've seen the other side of this, right, guys? I've seen people who are not happy with what they do every day and they go into work, maybe not begrudgingly, but it sort of spills over like they don't like the work and therefore they sort of start to nitpick at the people they're working with. You know, if you love the work, you sort of, it's, I think it sort of spills over into, you know, being a little bit more lighthearted with the people and being more forgiving, perhaps, and being more open-minded and tolerant uh, versus, you know, when you're really unhappy, you kind of see everything through that, you know, prism of unhappiness. And therefore, if somebody says something to you, you may, it may, you know, become a greater thing than it is because you're already unhappy. So why did they say that to me? And I don't like that. And boy, when she, you know, when she did that, it made me feel horrible that she even would think that of me or would ask me that question. Or, you know, I mean, I've heard all of this and, you know, being with people at jobs, on the job, um, from a human resource perspective. And I just... I wonder if it is that, you know, if you spend a, a lifetime doing what you love and being willing to, you know, step in that space, perhaps boldly shifting from another one or to another career, you know, because you already took that leap of faith because you believe in doing what you love and you really wanted to, you know, um, you know, uh, pursue that with, with um, all your heart and soul, even though you were you know, 
tracked for another uh, in another way because of uh, something that early on occurred you know you were a very very smart person and somebody shifted you into a very um, you know profitable career path or whatever and you went with it but you're really your heart and soul is in the arts and or the you know and you they they discourage that because you can't you know really do much with that is what they say and you can't really make a whole lot of uh, money and you know money is important and all that kind of stuff but I wonder if that does have a spillover I I really do Um, you know like when we get to our physical lives our health and wellness you know if we're one type of personality um, you know, and somebody gives us a dire diagnosis, are we more apt to sort of say, hey, you know, whatever. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a happy person. I've lived a good life. And I'm not going to let this, you know, defeat me. If that's how I go, I go kind of thing. If that's your attitude versus being devastated by it and thinking nothing of um, a possibility of a way out of it, just simply... I'm, you know, I'm doomed and, and falling into depression, further depression. And, and, uh, you know, I don't know, there's been studies done on, on spontaneous remissions. And they, they haven't really quite grasped what, what the difference is, how, how some people make it out of a dire, um, you know, prognosis versus others who just, you know, pass away and uh i mean there's there they really speculate they've done they've looked at it the heart soul you know the heart body mind you know connection um you know they've they've done a lot of of um uh i guess uh, they've observed and they've written about it and they've doctors are more or less still mystified by it um to a large extent but i i wonder about those correlations and you know we always talk about getting the right career uh because it's so important because we spend so much time there but if we if we're more apt to do that because we've been happy all our lives and then we uh, can confront a health crisis and uh, you know and, and again it's not only our choice of career it's a, our choice of a life partner right being happy there as well and then being you know confronted with a health crisis you know does that does that does does our attitude there correlate with our attitude in other places of our lives and the uh, confidence and the joie de vivre that we embrace um, you know help us through a health crisis in a way that would not happen if we were more um, in you know we in that 76 percent of people 70 percent of people who are doing what they don't want to do and maybe married to who or with a partner that they don't necessarily want to be with but you know there are too many factors to consider to break that up um you know it's it's just a it's a thought and it's something I just wanted to bring up and I'm sure it's something everybody has thought of in some way shape or form right uh so I just you know I just kind of have to leave it open because I don't know what the answer is um but I do think it's worthy of of even 
you know, thought of consideration and and checking with ourselves maybe at the at minimum, what's your attitude about yourself? What's your self-love uh, factor with, uh, you know, does it correlate with your personality style? Does it have to? I mean, can you love yourself no matter what personality style you are? Absolutely. So uh, I guess I have to leave it there, guys. <laughs> but um, I hope we all decide to live with love in our lives um, personally and professionally, guys. Until next time, thanks for listening. Bye.